so we're in Perk Mem base. Also, that's Vach. I want to first comment about this, um, this information that the brother supplied to Yosef that he didn't ask for. What's a good gimel? So we mentioned last time that some of us say they offered that they have two more brothers. And later, they recount to Yaakov, they say, well, Yaakov asked the Kasha, why did you tell them something we didn't ask you for? Why did you offer that information? And they say, we didn't offer it, he asked us. So some of us say that indeed he asked them, and if you want to understand why they offered that information, you have to look later and, and learn that he asked for it. And it's a midrash of the Torah, but sometimes the Torah gives you information when it has the same story repeated, it gives you information in other places, it goes, okay. Other versions say that there's a reason why they offered it to, to support this story, or they're offering information that could use to verify their, their mm -hmm. truth of Mary, fine. But the fact is later, he said that he they asked. said that he asked. So I just want to point out one thing, and this is something we have to explore further, but I just want to, need to point it out. If you look at the beginning of Ayigash, where Yehuda recounts the conversation, it's a completely different flavor than the way it's described in Mikates. Yudah tells them, he tells them, you, know, you, you asked us about our family, and we told you, and you said, bring him down. Yudah makes no mention of the accusation of the Moran. Yeah. So if you read, if you read, um, if you would just read Mikates, it says over there, you asked us about, um, we have any more family. You asked about our father too. We have you guys. In Vayigash, I'm sorry. And, and then, furthermore, in Vayigash it says that you, Yosef, told us, bring him down, Vasima Eni Olof. And the Benazir points out that always Vasima Eni Olof means I'll take care of him. Mm -hmm. Another place in Tanakh where we have Vasim Ayin Olof, it means I'll, I'll attend him, I'll take care of him. So, oh, yeah, little brother, I want to see him, I want to meet him, I want to take care of him. As if he's expressing some, some love for Binyamin, interested in seeing Binyamin. So I, want to, I want to meet him. Okay, so that's the flavor you get in Vayigash. Nothing about the fact that we were accused of being spies and we were almost being killed if we didn't prove ourselves. And in that story, it goes, you asked us a question. So there seems to be two different takes on the story. And then we have to think about what's the point of that. Ramban talks about this and others. Just, I'm just pointing out things. I'm not the first one to notice this. Ramban basically says, like, yeah, he was just making it into a nice story because he's trying to make it sound better to the king, whatever. So the point is, that the narrative, the Shal Shal Ish appears in that narrative, mm -hmm. and therefore we have to think about whether we're supposed to read it back into actually what happened or this this uh, idealized version of what happened. And Even then, you can argue that he wanted that he tells Yaakov something different than exactly what happened because he had a motivation. He doesn't, he can't really explain it in the moment. So he says, "Yeah, he asked us." But well, he doesn't want to say that they're all afraid of death, perhaps. Right. He's going to scare him, right? He doesn't want to scare him. But to tell Yosef... He's going to kill all of us if we don't bring Miriamin. Right. But to tell Yosef... He's probably killed children by now, whatever. Yeah, whatever. To tell Yosef... It's not pleasant. You, t you, told, you asked this question when he didn't. Right. That wouldn't be very practical. Right. I mean, uh, yeah. Unless it's some... Some sort of, like... Um, yeah, I don't know. Some sort of diplomacy going on that Yosef himself is supposed to recognize. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. But that seems to be a key to understanding this this, this difference here. That there is that the and perhaps the story could read as if you guys have asked the question, but maybe he didn't. Okay, just being aware. Okay, positive as well. 
Okay, so the subject becomes Yosef swearing that they can't leave. They cannot leave Mitzrayim until their little brother enters Mitzrayim. So the subject becomes subject becomes whether they can leave Mitzrayim, mm -hmm. which is a very important subject. It's such an important subject. Yosef is the first one to be captured and enslaved in Mitzrayim. Now his brothers are being um, arrested and locked and, 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 and refused to exit from Mitzrayim. And then eventually, today's Torah going to experience the same thing. And of course, in the Mizmor, that we always keep talking about it, it goes, keep talking about when Yosef goes out a lesser time, it says, from a time. So Yosef's, Yosef's, even Yosef's exit from, Vayetzi Yosef time, as we spoke about this in the beginning of the parasha, Yosef sort of became free, because he was released from his imprisonment, but he didn't take the opportunity to leave the time fully. And here, the brothers are now facing a similar situation that Yosef was, as Yosef was earlier, and they too are now being put in a mishmar, and they too, as we'll see, are there for shleishes yomim, and on the third day their fate changes for the better, and they get released. Okay, so, so the subject is Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, if we can read it, right? I mean, essentially. And Yosef is telling them that, okay, you want to leave Mitzrayim, you want to leave, First, it has to happen is that you all have to come, including your little brother. Okay, so, and, and the deeper meaning, I think, is, as we've been discussing, the machloikos in Yosef and the brothers is how to relate to Gullus, how to relate to the fact that um, the destiny of an Esau is to go to Gullus. Yosef embraces the Gullus. And He's, everyone knows that Kalei is going to Gullus, you know, even if you think about it, I mean, push it like as a Mitzvah, we spoke about this a little bit last week, if you think about it as a Mitzvah, this family knows that the grandfather was told that this is what the destiny is, the question is what to do about it. Yosef is, smart, is very into this, let's do it. And his brothers, and if he has these dreams about that foreshadow, leaving Eretz Yisrael and, and losing the woman, so on and so forth. And then I'm asking, let us mask it, right? That they're, they're anti this Mitzrayim idea, and here he's telling them, you know, they want it, they want it, they want it is Mitzrayim, and then there's a deeper message here that you're going to leave Mitzrayim, but first you have to all come to Mitzrayim, right? Now, now there's also another thing over here, which is that okay, there's a focus on the Makata, right? And this parsha and parsha's mikvah is going to end. That all he wants is Binyamin to stay behind. Doesn't want Binyamin to die, but the story goes, they say whoever has the Gavir will die, and everyone else will be Avodim. And he says, whoever has the Gavir is going to be my Evid. That's what he wants. He wants Binyamin. So then there's a suggests, suggests, and I say suggests because I think it's very murky what, what Yosef wants over here. Does he want something? But it suggests a possible way of looking at the whole story. Um, we're very used to the idea that there's Yitzhak and Yishmael, Yaakov and Esau. And of course, it's not a bad guy, and no one thinks about him. And he says the bad guy, no one cares about him except that he's a bad guy. And um, then we have Yosef and Ah. So let's say, let's say, let's talk about Yosef's story. We have this, we have this, um, this, this destiny, this, this oil called the and Yosef is doing it. Yosef made this into his 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 midah, his anhaga, and he's going to deal with it. And then you have the other brothers who are who are not not stuck to to the. 
to the bris of, of Abraham Avinu, as it were. They're not embracing Golas. Even though Yaakov is also Mikhaim. Oh, why? How is he Mikhaim? Because he's still, he fulfills, still the land was not able to Kanaim, so it was Gary Yadarachov. Well, the Vina Moiso, I don't know. Okay, because Abraham Yashan, Abraham Yashan starts from, from there, so I'm sure. Okay. That's Fine, right. So that's Mitzvah means even when they're in the land of Canaan. I hear. Okay. Chai Avon knows that they're going down to Mitzrayim, right? The Avon of Yitzu. There's going to be Yitzia. There will be a Shul Heino. Yeah. It's definitely going to be a, a Shiva. What? Yeah. 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 Right. right, but there's Golas. There's yeah. Right? There's definitely Golas. Okay. The Golas is an aspect of that, leaving Eretz Canaan. And, um, so Yosef is doing it, and, and no one else is doing it. So again, I'm just suggesting, as a way to read it, that Yosef says, fine, I'm going to do it, you're not. So I'm going to be the chosen people, and you're not. So let's take this, this pluck between Yosef and the brothers very seriously. It's not the first time there's a machalikis within the family, within this family, between brothers. <laughs> and this is just continuing the same story. Possibly, till by Yigashayel of Yehuda, and this is Rappashvant between Yehuda and Yosef, but that's, of course, jumping a little bit ahead. That's, of course, where the Joshim start having this whole idea about Yehuda and Yosef reuniting. It's a big deal. Because really, really, going with the pattern, this family will also have a, a period. The period will be Yosef will do, will, will take the destiny of the Bnei Yisrael, and everyone else is not. From Yosef's perspective. So, from Yosef's perspective, he's the one who's doing, he's the one who's doing the right thing. The Bnei Rachel, oh, well, that's my point, is that he wants Binyamin, because he maybe wants Binyamin, he's saying, look, I'm going to do this without everyone else. But Binyamin should be with me. That's what he wants. So he's so so because he's thinking Ishmael. Well, what about it? Uh, what about Esau? No, I'm saying everyone else. Reuben, Shimon, Levi, Yehuda. I understand that, but he's saying we're not the same. We're not from the same mother, so it doesn't matter. But one. Oh no, no, no. Yeah, okay, right. That's a good question. I, I, I yeah, fine. Just, how it switches at the end when it comes to Machlias. Actually, Yehuda takes Binyamin, right? And and Yitzchak takes the rest. Ah, very interesting, right? Right, right. I mean, by Yigash, right? Yehuda comes to rescue him. Binyamin, right? Okay. Interesting. Right. I'm saying by the you know, I mean, eventually, the, right? With the Malchus, right, right, right. Okay. That's another thing. Also, I, mean, I think we spoke about this a few times. Different Mishchayos. Everyone asked why he sent his father. I, I think that he, his father was with the brothers, and therefore he he's sort of breaking from his father also. I think. Can you really? Okay. Kids are written to Fine. I want to just want, jump ahead a little bit now and say Shtigal Medrash maybe. A partial later that relates to this idea that you that Yosef is the one who's who's taking on the gullus and by initiating the gullus. Um goes like this. Take a look at the beginning of Perik the beginning of Perik Nanbov. So this is when Yaakov comes down to the time, he goes to Be'er Sheva and Maris he tells him not to be afraid. Not to be afraid. And he tells him, So he tells him not to be afraid because Hashem is going to bring him back from the time. And Yosef will put his hand on your eyes. Okay? That's the message. So watch Yaakov not, not be afraid because Hashem will bring him up from the time and Yosef will put his hand on his eyes. Now, the fact that Hashem will bring him up from the train means that Yaakov is going to be brought back from the train. But his children are going to remain in Gaulus. So it's a very strange 
message to Yaakov. Yaakov's afraid to go down to Mitzrayim because he's initiating the goals. That's mm-hmm. a Mashkafu point at Mars Halaylo. Laila is Mufat Skala. So Yaakov is afraid of what he's facing. But not only, not only personally, he's afraid of what he's facing, him and his family. And what's the answer? Don't be afraid because I'm going to bring you up from Mitzrayim and Yosef is going to put his hand on your heart. So I would suggest, Ulai, a little bit of a drash since we're mentioning this whole thing. Yosef is the one who's initiating um, the gods. That was Yosef's role. Yosef's dream, Yosef's dreams, Foreshadowed the fact that he's going to have a time. And Yosef's dream about the sun and the moon and the stars bowing to him, as we discussed, Yosef dreamt that there's total darkness, because the sun and the moon and the stars bowing is the sun and the moon and the stars setting. So Yosef's dream is about darkness, and that's why it says in, in Micha that the sun sets on the Nevi'im. That's in reference to the Ache Yosef, lost their powers of Nebuah, the sun sets, because Yosef dreamt about darkness, which is God's. So Yaakov is going down to darkness, going down to Golis. Hashem appears to Mamar and Yaakov is very afraid. Why is he afraid? Because this is not his umnis, Golis. It's Yosef's umnis. And the middle, Yosef went down to Mitzrayim. Yosef is doing it, but why is Yaakov going down to Mitzrayim? So that's what Hashem tells him. You are going to come up from Mitzrayim. Yosef is going to put his hands over your eyes. Let's say that means that when a person dies, he closes, the sun closes his eyes. Some people say it means that. So the point is, Yosef is the one who's going to bring the darkness this that you're losing visibility by going down to Mitzrayim, which is Maris Halaylo, so Yaakov is afraid of that. And she was telling you, no, 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 you're just going down temporarily, you're going to come back up, and the real Maris Halaylo, the real Lailo Golas is actually going to be initiated by Yosef and not by you, so don't be afraid. So Yaakov is afraid that he's the one who's going to be bringing Golas, and really it's Yosef's job mm-hmm. to bring Golas. So back to this passage, Yosef is telling them, you are not leaving either, everyone has to undergo Golas, you're only, only going to have the Ula of leaving Mitzrayim, First, you have to all be in Golis, and I like to initiate that. Or, as we said, um, perhaps Yosef really only wants Binyamin to be with him, uh, to be with him in this project. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, okay, let's look at these two So, Pasik Tesbah, Bezoisti Bachenum, Chei so what happens is in the, in the next four psukim, first Yosef swears by the life of Parad that they won't leave, all of them won't leave, unless their little brother comes. And therefore he says, Send one of you to take your brothers, you will be locked up in that way. Your words will be tested whether you're saying the truth. And nothing happens. So that's a question. It's a funny thing. You told him to send someone. And then, and he changes his mind. He, he has a whole new idea. So, and, and that is that one of them should stay behind. So that's what many say. That Yosef swore because he swore that they're not going to leave. None of them are going to leave. And then three days later, he changes his mind. So he, he didn't fulfill his swore. And it's very appropriate then that he swore by the life of Pari. As we discussed last week and then previous weeks, swearing by the life of Pari is deifying Pari because that's you swear by God. Uh, no one swears by a king, there's no such 
So here, Yosef, by saying Chei Paroi, he's continuing the theme of Paroi as a god, which is how the parasha begins, by Paroi Umin Alayor, as the Medrash says. Paroi said, I'm the god of the Yor. And, and Yosef is loyal to Paroi, so therefore he's um, deified Paroi here. The um, Shvatim, when they bow to Yosef, the Pasuk says, as we discussed. Okay. And the Pasuk in Yishai, Parag in Yishai, Parag in Test, talks about, corresponds to our parasha, the earth says, one day the time they're going to swear by Shem Tzvokos. At this point in the Tzrayim, swearing by Paray, which is the opposite of swearing by Shem Tzvokos, because Paray is like, oh, you shouldn't swear by Paray. Okay, so then, so then he swore falsely by Paray. Then it's very appropriate that his Chazara, his Chazara is preceded by Salakimani Yare. Now there's a Pashup Shah, like the Bavar Ben-Ramon says, Yosef says like this, Salakimani Yare, and therefore I don't want to start to death. I realize this is a draconian kind of measure for punishment. Um, not, why should only one of you go? You know, I will have to bring food for your families, and why do I care so much? Because it's Salakimani Yare. But furthermore, furthermore, since the original plan was supported by the oath by, uh, by the name of Pyre, which is the opposite of Selekimin Yore, because it's Selekimachirim. So therefore, when Yosef says, look, you know what? That Shu is not binding, because it's Selekimin Yore. So, Meila, Shu, Rabbi Bezara, doesn't matter. It's a Chazara from the Pat, right? Okay? Now, I just want to point out, I have to learn up this Perek, this but I've noticed that in Kehela's Perek Ches, there's something that can negate this Perek. So I'm just going to point out some of the Pesukim they need. Kikelis Parches, there are many Pesukim that are referring to our Parasha. We went through that a lot in the beginning of the Parasha. But I just want to point out a few other Pesukim, which I don't know I don't know the Mashmois and how to figure this out, so there's not much to do with them. I just want to point out that the Tushta. Kikelis Parches, we can begin from the beginning of the Parak, where it talks about the Chacham, who knows the Pesher, and that's Yosef. Is Yosef, who even though he wasn't eating the lechem of Paray, he still is Yifei Toy Yifei Mare. Oh, this is another. Ah, yes. Okay. Chach Mazalim Toy Yiponav. Even though Yosef was not eating the lechem of Paray, still his face was illuminated, like Daniel. Like Daniel's face was illuminated, and Daniel became a place of chalimus. And then Pasuk Beis says it's a very cryptic Pasuk. Perches Pasuk Beis. Ani Pimelech Shemar, which is sort of untranslatable, but it means I, the mouth of the king, watch. Watch, as in the parrot, watch. The Al Divras Shvuas Lekim. So there's something about keeping the command of the king, and then the Shvuas Lekim. Okay? And then, so there's something about, about the king and the Shvuas of God, the correct Shvuas. Right? And then. Um, we spoke about a lot of these psukim, so I don't want to review that. Which, if you remember, we spoke about Pasuk Tess, about the Ruach. Yosef is the Ruach Kodim. Okay, we spoke about Pasuk Yud in the end of Parashas Vayeshev. Roshan Kibur Mavo is the Samashkin. Okay, well, there it says in Pasuk Yud Beis that Yedeya Ani Asher Yir Toiv Liyir Elikim Asher Yir Mulafano. The Toiv Liyir LeRosha Vayachlum Katzal Asher Enenu Yari Mufnei so there it says that the one who so it talks about the Shvu of God, it talks about the word of the king, and it talks about the Muslim to Yosef, and there it says that if you're Yari the king, then 
um, bad things will happen. Okay, so we have to dash it better to see how it sheds light, how exactly it sheds light on the on our parsha. I, I don't know what to make of it. I just noticed the parallel. Okay, so Yosef tells him like this. So let's think about this. Let's talk about this in chat. Yosef told him, as we mentioned, Yosef told him to send one, and then he locks them up for three days, and nothing happened. So what happened? What happened? Why did they send someone to retrieve the young? So Chayim Shad is, and, and many of the Parshim say this, that they knew that Yaakov wasn't going to send the young because what happened? Even after you told them that you all go, and one of, and then and then you'll bring back the young and then free Shem, they did. Why? Because Yaakov wasn't going to let. It was only after they were really hard pressed for food that they eventually that they um, eventually were able to bring Binyam. So that means they knew that it's not happening. We're not going to send someone to bring Binyam. So for three days he sat in jail saying there's nothing to talk about. Isn't there some Chazal that Naftali went? Or something like that? They sent Naftali? And what happened then? I didn't see any. You didn't know what happened then? Naftali went. I mean, not the sound of my job, but maybe I didn't look at it. Yeah, they sent Naftali and Naftali and Yaakov didn't allow to. Ah, okay, very good. Oh, the same idea. He gets it. No. Very good. You mean so it was no? It was a no. Ah, very good. Okay, good. Now, but now, what we have to figure out like this, it means there's really two things happening in this parasha. One is that he offered them and that was a no-go. And another thing that happens is that he comes back and says and and therefore I'm changing, changing the rules. So how do those two things go together, right? That's something to think about. Okay, fine. The Shalashisam we mentioned already, the Shalashisam we mentioned is that just as Yosef on the third day was released from his captivity, or he wanted to be released, the Devayish so too, uh, they were released on, on the third day. Okay. Right. Okay, now, here's something. Here's a very important passage. Okay, okay, maybe not to say that, but anyways. Esalekim ani yore. Yosef announces that he is Yerelekim. Something that uh, some of you have heard before is that the last part in Mishlei, Eishas Chayil, Eishas Chayil corresponds to Sefer Bereshis. And it's Nifla. Some of, some of the parallels are Nifla. I'll take you through some of them. But they're all, but, but it's amazing. I'm not going to, can't say all of them. Meaning, it starts with the beginning of Bereshis, and it brings us to the end of Sefer Bereshis. Mostly about the women, but actually also about other people. So, Eishas Chayil Miyimtza, I'll just tell you some of the Pesukim. Ula Adam Lemotza Eze Kenegdoi. Is because originally it was connected to Urchim, the seal of Esim Mishalik of Esim Lavashonim is Sarah who who is not afraid to be white and old. She gets the Shonim, the red. And then, okay, Nadi Roshan Bavs also. Batisvat Yamachan is Sarah dying due to the Surah of Yitzchak. Pia Pasa, Rukhapa, the Surah of Esim Lavashonim, there's Rivka, 
who speaks of Chachma and Chesed, she watches what's happening with Yaakov and Ezra, and she's not Ms. Atzel, and she hurries them to prize Lechem. Even though they didn't ask for Lechem. Come over never, I show Who delayed the Lechem? Lechem because Sarah didn't bring the Lechem, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then Rivka brought the Lechem, right? And then, come over never, I show you Valavai it's everyone. Everyone wants to do what Rivka suggests. Rivka says, Katki Bechayai, Yaakov marries, and Esav marries, and, and, and Yitzhak's like, Yeah, it's a good idea, it's a Yaakov. Rabbi's Mosazachoyal is Rachel Leah, Pilan Zilpa. At Alis Al Kulana, remember who Alis is? The name, there's a Medrash Sefer by Yosh, I think it is. The name of um, Bashua was Alis, or Elite. I don't know how you pronounce it. Say, I guess all this up below, no? Why would that be the case? Why, why? Why she's uh, more than anyone else? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I was actually at the manager. I don't know it was all this. So this is more than a year. That might be the marker, but. Could be, but how. how why? It's very special. What do you mean? Mashiach comes to the manager. No. Not oh, not that. That's Bashua. Right. I think this is Bashua, was all this, right? Yeah. Yes, okay. Right. Okay. Okay, and then, um, okay, now up to Yosef. Sheker, Achim, Behevala Yoifi, Yosef is the one that is um, Yifei Tayyar, Yifei Mara, right? And Chim. And that's Sheker and Hevel. And he's the Yos Hashem. Okay, so just, so, so, what does that mean? What does that mean? I figure out what it means. Very, very important. It means that Barash is very, very busy with with woman. Chal turns away because, of course, it's a das. Everything goes wrong because of the Yachas to men and women. And it also means that Yosef somehow is the solution. Yosef in his, um, in his uh, what's the word for it? No, um, I'm looking for a Greek word. <laughs> that means what? Not enjoying what? No, no. no the other word, uh, hermaphroditeness. Her <laughs> no, Yosef and his having characteristics of a female. All right, so still not a man. Okay, okay, that text is a man. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Say that, but the point is, Yosef and having his characteristics of a female is the only man that's called the Kaitai Himara, as I think we don't have to point out. He's so his mother. Sarah is, what? He says he's himself himself. Yeah, and he's passing like the king to Bashan of the Rais Hamel from the Elo. It's not an issue with other But. She was a kintal bashna of the nice Hamelch Milan. So Yosef is um, this female character. I think there's like Madrasha and Mazaya about it. You know, he switched for Dina. What is it called? Something like that. He, was, he had the Shabbat female. Something with Dina. Right? That makes sense. It seems like she was switched. She was supposed to be born then. He was supposed to be born to Lynch. She was supposed to be born to. Right, right. So therefore, so therefore he had a. Uh, he had in the Shamba. Said something like that. I think something. Yeah, she had a male Shamba. With Yitzchak, I heard this. With Yitzchak, I heard this. With Yitzchak, I heard this. Never heard this. With Yitzchak, I heard this. Never 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 this. Never heard this. Never heard this. Never heard this. Never this. Never heard 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 and so, okay, so Shekhar, Achim, Behavalayif, Ishiyas, Shemitah, Hamel. So I'm just reading that in, just my point is, Lenny Nader was reading that into this Pasuk. Just first of all, I have to mention it before for that Pasuk. So, like, Kimani Yorit, this is the Pasuk, as Muhammad Hadad. And in this Pasuk, this Shekhar and Hevel, because Chepare, he lied, and that doesn't count. Rather, so the Kimani Yorit, 
And therefore what? Therefore, I'm going to let you go home and, and take care of your family. Which is like the, He's giving out food. He's allowing them to have food. So, so he almost got killed because of the right. Shakar He's brought into Patifar because of his chen. And right. then Ashish Patifar wanted him because right. of his chen. And right. she right. spread right. about him, which almost right. got him killed, which got him into right. the pit. That's right. Which turned into the Shakar and Hevel. That's all his mouth. Right. In that story, we see that too. That What's he, Yosef Shemen? He was Yosef He was Moitzah Chayn, and you would think that it works, but it ends up backfiring. He said he doesn't want to do the Avegas of the Yeri, and he's Yeri, right? Right. No, it's Yosef Shemen. No, no, here it says with a fasadah. But here's where it says that he fears God. And then when he's brought to Pari, then he said, Right. Then that was all his mouth with him. Or that was part of the. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Okay, yeah, there's a question about. Right, it doesn't say anything about the chain. Um, the chain is what got him into the jail in the first place. Right. Which got him right. Right, right, right. No, he had to, he had to move past. Um, his chain and Yoyf, he only got him both. So as far, in fact, right, it ended up being. Yes, the Shem would have would have enabled him to say to, to not try to invest in Zayim Asker. Right. Okay. Yeah, perhaps. Yeah. But this is like this is a final. This is a major turning point. It's a major turning point. You have to understand this is a major. Maybe that's what you were saying before. He said after the third day, he said come in here. That he thought that he's getting on the third day because there's lack of Yerushalayim. He thought He's saying fuck her. You're getting out because of my Yerushalayim. Right. Excellent. He thought he's getting better on the third day. Which the Yehuda is parry. And remember, we spoke about this then. The first, okay, I don't, we don't like to talk about Makovitic, but it's the easiest way to say it. The first Nidnun Avodzor, let's say, that Yosef had was that he was over in the first mission in Zatzar which is Lefnei which Yom Ginus is Shemalach, the first, I think it's the first on the list, is the king's birthday, is Avodzor. So, which is two years later, it's Yehuda says parry. Um, right, this is his birthday again, and he's, he's a god. And the birthday of the king is the Dugma, is a paradigmatic um, Yemi Dayan. So, three days before the Yemi Dayan, Yosef should not be humbly with his Amashkin side, but he does. So, even the very the very fact that he's busy with them is already he's Mishayach to the Abu Dazara of Mitzrayim. Mm-hmm. Um, so, what was the point where you were saying? You were just saying that, oh, you're talking about Shekhar, oh, right, so the Kimani Yare. Is corresponds to Chepai, right? Like three days earlier, he said Chepai, which is continuing his association with Pari as a god. Mm-hmm. And now he says, you know what? We're doing this differently. Okay. Last time I waited three days for Chepai, it's by, it ended up with Vayishkechei, right? Yeah. Um, it ended up with Vayishkechei. Now we're going to do it right. We're going to do a Kimaniyare. We're going to we're not going to focus on Chepai, and then you're going to see. And then, like I said, this is a major turning point. He says, Now everything comes. Some things start becoming positive at least. Then it takes some steps back. But once we spoke about this, I have to say something else, which I was going to skip, but once we spoke about so much about this, that the character, the, the, we noted that Yosef over here, when he talks about fearing God as opposed to Chei this is bringing us back to Yosef's original relying on the Mitzrim yeah. and, is, and is trying to get out of jail that way, which ends with Vayish Kachei, right? Yeah. So I just wanted to point out something we spoke about in the past, but now that this passage is kind of to read again. This Anoyi Hashem Alekecha, here we spoke about the question is can you leave Mitzrayim or not? Yosef told them you're not leaving Mitzrayim. You're not leaving. You're not having Mitzrayim Mitzrayim until whatever. In the Lama Tzeh, like it's also it says, Yosef comes out of Mitzrayim, Anoyi Hashem Alekecha, Ma'al from Mitzrayim, Hachit Bich Ramalei. And there it says, So it means you want food? 
So there too, there's this idea that Hashem could take us out of Mitzrayim. Hashem takes us out of Mitzrayim. And there it says, two psukim later, Kimar Islam by Yisbo'u, Savu by Yom Libo, Makin Shechichuni. When you have Soiva, you forget Hashem. So it means when the Soiva comes in a natural way, like from Mitzrayim, that leads to Shikha. Okay? So we have in Hoshea, we have in Hoshea the, the danger of Shikha Hashem that comes with the Soiva. And the same thing we have in Anuk Hashem Lekecha Me'at Sitzayim. The same thing we have in Tehillim. And we have the kachash, not the shikha, but the kachash, which are very related, with the same, same letters and the same idea. You forget things, or you deny things, or you're in choshech, or you're in darkness, also the same idea, all associated. And um, and there it says, where the soiva is going to come from, it says to him, the soiva comes from, not from Mitzrayim, right? The soiva comes from whatever shakha from Mitzrayim, fine. So that all brings us back to Vayishkochehu, that when you're relying on the um, on the wealth or the power of Mitzrayim, so that leads to Shikhot, and it leads to Kachash, and it leads to Choshech, which is why the Medrash says, like, he meets Yosayim Yomim, the Medrash goes to this whole thing, Kate Sam Lachoshech, the whole Medrash is that thing, because Vayishkochehu, Zayisiyas Choshech, Zayisiyas Kachash, and Yosef um, by by doing it the Chei Pare way, which is saying, I'm into Mitzrayim, I'm going to manipulate Mitzrayim, I'm going to work with Mitzrayim instead of trying to get out of here, he is um, allowing for this Mahalach that the Soiva of Mitzrayim is going to lead to the Kachash and Shikhov. Okay, so then, right, as we said, here he's telling the Shvatan, three days later, we're going to do it right. The Shvatan thought that he was really swearing in Pare because he was serious. He said that, Yosef, right. he said, knew all along that this is a Shaker. So was he doing an Avera also by being Malachim Mitzrayim or he was doing this also with the brand? By being Malachim Mitzrayim. He knew that this is a Shekhar, a Chepari, he was being Mashpil a Shekhar and right. what's this is going to fall apart. Was he doing an Avera or they were At doing an Avera? When he swore? Right, meaning they were doing an Avera when they were being what's it called again? They were being Malachim. Right, they were being Malachim and they were being Malachim. Was he doing an Avera or he knew this is all a joke but he thinks that the... Yeah, it's just Avera, it's all jokes. That's the, that's the answer. 
<laughs> and there, the father says, go down to the side. He knows everything's a joke. The tells him, go to Mitzrayim, get food. How can he just go down to Mitzrayim and, and start doing all this thing? Because he's a good joker. That's the whole point. And, and, what is, and, what is, and what about Yaakov? Yeah, Be'etzev, Be'etzev. No, meaning Yosef knew, Yosef knows that Galas is going to do it also. I mean, there's some stuff. Yes, that too. Right. right. From this is always Mehechatemsa to be Malamir to Mitzrayim. Yes, yes. They did that Avera because they believed Yosef was serious and it's they went along with it. Yes, it's much, it goes much deeper than that. Yosef is the one. Yosef engages with God. What that means is, on a certain level, it means that Yosef can do the Elishim Shemayim and, and they can't. So for them it's not very, for him it's not. He can he can go into Hester Midas and, and, and somehow come out of Tzadik. Right. I mean, that's how much a Pasuk in Kehel he quoted. That, what's it called? That he swore Bechei Pari, which is exactly what it says. Well, it says the Tevel Yerol Rasha. The his swearing Bechei Pari, Yashul Shekhar, is good for killing Pari. Yeah. That's the Tevel Yerol Rasha, Yerach Yomim. It's Yerach Yomim. It says, Yerach Yomim. Yeah, he says, I'm the Yerach Yomim. He says, I'm the Yerach Yomim. He says, I'm the Yerach Yomim. So, Mela... It's only, it's, uh, very good. I think he was able to say that. Mamash Fadis turned into the Yeah, this is good for killing him. Right, he's swearing Chay Pari which is right. It's going to kill him. And then the retraction that is Yarmil Fnelli came. They says that's like him and Yari. And they're doing what? They're they're not saying anything. They they have to real indeed. They being people who are not engaged cannot engage in the time. I mean, they went down to Pari. Should be objecting. They should be objecting. But his engagement with Mitzrayim is a way of killing them. They don't realize that yeah, so they're doing... Yeah, we spoke about this at some point, right? Yeah, he's the Ruach HaKodim, which right. ends up being... Ends up being which uh, taking them over, right, to cover them. But the question is how that happens. Okay, right. right. I have to, to think right. about that again. Okay, so let's go now, let's read what, he, what the changes are here. So, Bayem HaShlishi tells them, So everything's changing now. Before he said... Now he's telling them, So the whole tone changes. Before, he didn't say, you're going to live. He said, let's see. Right? It's not just he changed the terms, he also changed the whole tone. Before he said, let's see how MS Itchem. Now he says, you're going to live. You're not going to die. But you're under the Rechem. So it's not just that he's changing um, the rules. He also said, he's also, it's it shifting. Is, yeah. Once he introduces Yerusalem, that leads to Chayim. Uh, the whole change from Chay Paroi, Chay Paroi, Kibaraglamata. Now when he's talking Yerusalem, he's only talking truth. And they're not really Baraglam. And he's like, okay, let's let's play this game. But but this, it's a one-sided thing, right? It's a one-sided thing now. He doesn't say Venera as he said before, because it's no longer it's no he's no longer engaging with false. Okay. Okay, so now what we have to think about is like this, and let's let's just a little, perhaps this week we could just introduce this, maybe we have to figure it out better. So there's really you have to be this passion to understand there's two punim, as it were. There's two completely different punim that Yosef is 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 putting forth. One part of we could call the Chei aspect of Yasef, which has its own Mahalach. And in that Mahalach, they all have to be locked up and one could go and get his brother. And then there's the other, the other part of which is as like Himani Yare, and has a whole different set of rules. Right? So, <laughs> it's very interesting because the same thing we have at the end of Parshish Mikates. This idea that there's two tracks. Because in the end of Parshish Mikates, there's one track, the first Suggestion is whoever you find the Gavia with will die and there will be a Vodim. And Yosef says, whoever finds the Gavia, spoken to my Evan, not to have So very, very similar, very similar that we have this like, okay, do we all have to stay? One of you stay, right? And that there's two 
and that there's two different um, possibilities. So I want to just—they're speaking like their father. They're saying whoever whoever has whoever has the tefillin will die. Right. So here's the thing. So now, what happens at the end of the parasha and the Mikates is that they frame Binyamin gets framed as a someone who stole the gavia with which Yosef is Menachesh. And as the Medrash says, the brother said to Binyamin, you're the Ghana, the son of a Ghana, your mother stole the Trophim, which is also a, a means of Nichosh, and you stole the Gavira, and it's all happening again. Now, what's happening again? We clear whoever has the Gavira will die, which is what killed off Rachel. And now you're going to die for the same reason. And Yosef says, no. Whoever has the Gavira is going to be dead. So what he's doing over here is, we spoke about this in the past, what he's doing over here is he's, he's being massacred the big problem with, with him. The big problem with Yosef is is Rachel. In other words, he continues he continues Rachel's chesaronis. Um, we could say dying mm-hmm. like this. Posh. Yaakov said, which means Yaakov was certain that no one stole them. Rachel did steal them. So not smachlekes. Smachlekes Yaakov and Rachel. Whether you should steal the truck or not. And Yaakov was also didn't even know that Rachel held them. Just there. So that means, why is Yaakov not steal the trophy? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The Yaakov of the trophy is nothing, it's one of the lesser. And it's not even with, there's no, there's no halmi to steal it. And Rachel is a match of the trophy. Whether she stole it because she wanted it, or whether she stole it so that Lavan shouldn't be with it, either way, she is Rachel. Okay. Yeah. So what happens now? 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 Yeah. Then maybe her children are not really worthy of being in the act because maybe she's probably a close close man for one of them, something wrong with her, and she's the one who dies before he goes down to so on and so on. And what Yahisim is doing is he's saying, he's fixing this death, he's saying, it's not death, it's Avdus. In other words, whatever the problem is with Rachel, which I have the same problem too, doesn't mean I should die. My mother shouldn't have died. And I shouldn't have died. And guess what? I didn't die. When you tried to kill me, mm-hmm. I actually became an Evid. And that's Misakin. Whatever things we have to work out, this side of the family, it gets worked out through Avdus, not through Misakin. Okay? I'm talking to Mamzer. What? I'm saying we're talking to Mamzer. <laughs> okay. saying, on, the, on the other hand, he's wrong. Darfur, which Avdus? On the other hand, he's wrong. Which Avdus? Is Mamzer in Misakin? No, he's saying that the title was there, Mamzerin, because they're married to Yaakov, so they're not legit What are you talking to Mamzer? Turn him into an Evid in the middle of... Hmm? Yeah, yeah. Well, it could be so the full title. They were right, and he was wrong. Because it turns out that he, they were right, and he was wrong. Who was right? The Bnei Leo were right, and, and Yosef was wrong because even though in himself there was no problem, yeah. there, he didn't he didn't actually actively he managed he managed to sidestep the problems. Right. But it, it came out in his descendants and in, and Yamin's, and which is why. Let's wait and see. 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 Let's now, so, so what we pointed out was like this, that in this story there's this part, there's two aspects, there's two mahalchim, and here's one, okay, par, here's another one, which is the and the end of the parish also we have um, Yosef doing something differently than he might have done. Okay, now, 
One more two shtas to this, and we just put it all together. At the end of the Sefer, they come to Yosef and they doubt him and say, forgive us. They doubt him and they beg for forgiveness. And they said, and they pledged to be his avodah. And Yosef told him, Alti roki asachas Don't fear because I am not in the place of God. Rather, until it comes to another king, and um, I'm going to support you. Okay, so don't be afraid because I am not the Mokim of a kid. What he's saying, what that suggests is that one should only be afraid of a kid. And I'm not a Likim, right? So reading it that way, I think it follows from Anapasuk. Yosef says a Likim and a Yore. What's the other tzad? Who's not Yore from a Likim? Someone who's Kachas a Likim, like Paroi. Chei <laughs> Paroi is a steward to, to a Likim and a Yore because he himself is a god. He doesn't fear a Likim. So when Yosef says a Sachas a Likimoni, it means I'm not a god. Deloi Keshitas, let's say Paroi. Meaning okay. he's given the Musser. Huh? Meaning he's given the Musser for having feared him in the first place. Well, okay. And that no, was the no, no, because you know who else? No, because I'm Musser. Rachel thought the Yaakov was Tachas of the Kim. It's yeah. not so bad, half a meter. Right? Rachel thought he was Tachas of the Kim. Now, so that means Tachas of the Kim means something. You have to think what it means. But it means something, Ma'ain, that, that is a little bit of a Hafka. At least a little bit of Afghan. Um, so Rachel, Rachel, who stole the truffle, uh, she thinks that the person was Tachzalikim, the shtick. And Yosef is telling them, no, I'm not Tachzalikim, meaning I hold up my father. Mm-hmm. This problem that Rachel had is getting worked out. And the problem that Rachel had led for her to die, mm-hmm. led to her to die. And Yosef is here saying, you know what, I changed my mind. We're not dying today. So here he's, he's, and at the end of the story, end of the same thing, the same parallel happens, end of the Barashi, he says, he's not dying for stealing the beard, he's going to be in heaven. Because he so, was in heaven, he fixed it. Right, right, I fixed it, but he didn't Yeah, something like that. Something, he learned something, he learned that he's not Tachasulikim, but he holds like his father. Don't worry, I, Rachel, was had this problem, the answer is obvious. I mean, the obvious is Matakin that reintegrated yes. into Kalaiso. So Yosef Correct. had the biggest agenda to start the goals, to go through the obvious, which then they came out, yeah, which they, they were getting right. and then they, yes, but anyway, so right. Rachel came back into Kalaiso. Something like that, right? You have to think about that. Yes, so that's the thing. So Rachel thinks that Yaakov's talks of the king, like the Pasuk says in, in uh, what is it, Lamachin, right? Lehim Ali, Laham, Yes, it's God's role is to kill and to, and to, and to bring to life. So you, you, Rachel thinks that Yaakov could do that. Which is, by the way, not such a crazy Halloween, because Yaakov is Chakuka Tachas which also means that Yosef is, because the Mosi Yosef is Yaakov. So it's a good Halloween. He is, but he's literally Tachas of the Kid. He's under the Kisi Yaakov, right? Yeah, no, if someone says that, we said that then. He is Tachas of the Kid. He says, no, no, I'm not Tachas of the Kid. He really is. So it's not a crazy Halloween. I mean, this is all weird no, thing. Really contrast, means. So anyway. But he's a Likim and a Yare is saying, you know, I'm not really Tachas Likim. Tachas under, not in place of, okay. You say that, okay. Tachas Raglo, I'm sure. Tachas Tachas. I'm going to make a show of Tachas. Tachas Kursi Yikare. Tachas Raglo is Tachas Kursi Yikare. Okay, that's, so I just want just to review this last point because I'm, 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 the reason I'm not being mad what it means because I don't know exactly what it means, but I just see the parallel. In Aristotle, again, the parallel is like this. In Aristotle, there's two parts to Yosef. One is um, all of them being locked up, and the other one is Chayim, and only one of them being locked up. At the end of the parasha, the same thing. 
one is one dies and the all about the yes is like no 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 one's dying only one heaven so that things do go together that story is about what to do with the person who steals the nefesh things which is, brings us back to the story of what to do with Rachel who stole the trophy her death is the, is what casts some aspersion on Yosef as being the true heir to Yaakov and Yosef is fixing that and saying no one's supposed to die then my mother wasn't supposed to die someone steals trophy bad idea she shouldn't die she should have been an Eved like I was so meaning my, by me becoming an Eved I'm fixing the problem. This this kilkel and the kilkel was the trophim and the kilkel. It is also I submit that she said that she thought Yaakov was tachas alikim, and when Yosef says I'm not, I am not tachas alikim, so I'm not going to kill you like he said over here. And therefore I'm going to take care of you, give you food. He said too long for your death. Yosef is recognizing he's yes alikim, and therefore he's giving. He's he's the good isha as it were. And not the one of Misa for the Chaim. Okay, yo. Go ahead, go ahead. What's really interesting is that Yehuda, like, uh, really did Achim want to kill him, 